Hello and welcome to episode four of the Go Co-op Gaming Cast. I'm John. And I'm Genevieve. We got Bird sitting here. Oh yeah, you can see him if you're watching the video. You can see the little bird. Um, He's beginning to get angry and uncomfortable, <laughs> as he always does when we're talking to the computer here. Okay, I'm going to let him go. Right. He's going to fly away like he always does. There he goes. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> okay. So that was the bird portion. <laughs> no, it wasn't the bird portion. We decided to try something a little new as an icebreaker to, to share a small pigeon anecdote. So not gaming related. Oh, but I thought of an anecdote that's slightly gaming related. Okay. Okay, so for our first anecdote, we're going to share. Uh, we were driving one time, and we saw a pigeon kind of looking like it was dead in a doorway. So we thought we'd bring him home and see if we could nurse him back to health. This was when we already had this pigeon. So anyway, this baby pigeon, I don't know if he kind of had a flight accident or got hit by a car or if he just got covered in some tar. But he, he was okay. We gave him some bird antibiotic and kind of kept him separated from our bird in case he had some kind of diseases. And he wasn't bleeding. He didn't have any broken bones, but he was missing a lot of feathers. Anyway, the anecdote is getting too long. <laughs> but uh, we had to keep him separate from our bird, but they, they would kind of clash a little bit. And we he was out in this room. Oh, did they ever clash? Did they, they ever they clash? They fought just tooth and nail or beak and wing they really fought. i think the other one was a male as well right so they they saw each other and they they just went at each other like wild dogs that's what it came down to don't uh, don't believe it if you hear the phrase dove a piece <laughs> they could be very warlike doves extremely warlike they when they were fighting Although I don't think we were trying to talk exactly about how much they fought. No, no, you could save that for a different anecdote. Well, anyway, when they were fighting, <laughs> they had they were one had the other's throat in its beak, and the other had the entire kind of like bulging eye of the other one in its beak, and they were in a complete death clench. They just yeah, and pigeons don't have beaks that can rip and tear like a parrot or other types of birds do. Their beaks are pretty harmless, so seeing them um, locking onto each other like with a weak tweezer <laughs> kind of like right, was like really a ridiculous. Dull tweezer. <laughs> they they were fighting hard too because when. That was actually the hardest I've ever been bit by a pigeon <laughs> when I tried to get between them. And one of them just, I broke them up, I guess. And the one started snapping and it got me pretty well good. Well, we had to keep them separated while the other pigeon recuperated. And eventually he released him and he flew straight back toward the neighborhood where we found him. But anyway, the, the, the small anecdote we were trying <laughs> to share, I think at that time we were playing ESO that baby pigeon would be sleeping out here kind of late at night while we were playing. He loved the siege noises. He oh, would always kind of respond to the noises of the siege the engines siege in ESO. ESO. which was just like hearing this terrible war. Yeah, it was like awful clanging. And I guess I forget what they all, all the different ones sounded like. You'd hear the machinery of the catapult and then the crushing of the rocks and screams and stuff like that. And he loved it. Yeah, a little bird. He would respond to it when, like, when there was the most sound that there could be. He really would start. He'd start. I don't cooing. know what. Yeah, he'd start cooing, but it wasn't even cooing exactly. More like, kind of pleased groans. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, they're doves of war. 
But anyway, they although they despised each other, when that little dove out here would start cooing in the night, then our bird in the other room would kind of coo back in his sleep in response. Right, and just for hours, they'd coo and coo. And they'd coo back and forth. It was this kind of terrible cooing in the night that <laughs> went on for hours, and you'd hear one go like, mm, mm, mm. Yeah, and, and then the other was like, <laughs> right just for hours and you it was so cool too because you'd hear one and he'd kind of make his little coos and then moments later you'd hear the other and there it was this whole almost like a really developing conversation where they would coo and the other would coo in response and just yeah but they were both pretty dead asleep too so you gotta wonder if people kind of talked in their sleep if another person might kind of just respond in their sleep and no one would be the wiser it is true that if someone's talking in their sleep like i do sometimes like they'll be encouraged to talk more if If somebody somebody talks to them yeah Yeah, so the pigeons were kind of just talking in their sleep Uh, or i mean this is what we assume i don't know but they would be talking in their sleep, and then the kind of talk or the coos or groans of one would spur the coos and groans of the other. And the coos and groans of the first were spurred by the amazing sound of the <laughs> siege engines and Elder Scrolls on Right, right. Well, yeah, so <laughs> that, that was pretty cool. It went on a little longer than I thought. Way longer than I a pigeon anecdote should take to I tell. I meant to introduce our topic for the day oh before yeah. we <laughs> did that. But I guess today we're going to be talking about the loot systems in the Division 2 and Path of Exile and kind of what we like and don't like about them. Is that a good summation? Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about kind of how different their approaches are and how different the computer-determined loot can kind of be and feel to the player. Right. I guess feels like maybe more of the topic it is. It's not exactly a video of complaints although i think most people who play division two at the higher level are are full of complaints about it right there seem to be lots of complaints about the loot system and though we're not at the end of division two we have been (laughs) interfacing with the loot sort of in the end game portion of the game where the gear score is kind of rising quickly and stuff like that yeah we finally got to uh the next stage of the game or whatever it is in in division two what happens is all the work you did liberating all the areas of dc when you were below level 30 is uh it's undone in one fell swoop it's undone (laughs) in one fell swoop oh that sorry i i don't mean to interrupt too bad but remember when we beat the last stronghold of normal mode in division and then suddenly there was that really ominous countdown that just showed up on the screen oh yeah and it was saying 15 seconds until the world resets and you're like what what the hell is going on here yeah yeah when it happened i was joking to john that it's because those trash couldn't kill or keep out one one enemy without us around to actually kill that enemy our friendly npcs so the minute we left the map it was completely bulldozed by the enemy black tusk operatives or whatever black tusks who who it it said in the game they supply the hyenas with weapons so i guess they're the bad guys but who are very similar to us in the division yeah the the enemy division right so uh 
Yeah, okay. We go ahead with okay. whatever uh, whatever you want to talk right. about first. <laughs> okay. Um so am I going just off of this? Sure. I mean, say whatever you want. I think what spurred the topic for what we wanted to talk about here when we were looking at the loot and the division and uh, and uh, I think John said Path of Exile does everything that's like really cool about computers. And the division, <laughs> the division does everything that's really like uncool and tedious. Right, everything that sucks about dealing with, let's say, computer systems, and so that needs some explanation, I think. And uh, so, if you've played Division Two, you will have been interfacing with this loot, and you kind of go through the game, and you're playing, and you pick up your loot as you go. And that's all cool, and, you know, you might look at some of it, you might not look at all of it, but if you play continuously for pretty much any amount of time, you end up being just completely overwhelmed with loot. And so what's going on there is the loot is just kind of quietly populating into your inventory, and then... It's just endless. It's like endlessly generated. And you can see that the game is giving you loot at a much higher rate than you would ever be able to look at it and kind of parse what's going on and understand yes, anything yes. to do with so it. So one of the first points we talked about when we were thinking about this game in Path of Exile, it's like, yeah, okay, they give you a ton of loot. Who cares? You got to deal with it. Leave it on the ground. Ignore it. Shred it. Throw it away. Whatever. But... But uh, a critical difference in Path of Exile is that from the time you start to make your first cho choices, 99% of the loot that you see you know is trash without ever having to look at it or pick it up. It's like the wrong weapon. It has the wrong uh, the wrong colors. The wrong gem slots. Yeah, the wrong it. gem slots for you. And uh, I know people use filters and stuff on computer, but even if you don't have filters, you can kind of quickly apprise it, and you see that... You don't have to look at 99% of that trash that's on the ground. Now in the division, too, you do have to look at it. You can't even exactly segregate by the color of the loot because a, a mod or something you want right. might be like... Purples can be better than gold yeah, just because of like be the mods that are on there. So but you'd better look at and inspect every single piece of trash. So that already is like a huge burden compared to other games. Right, right. Oh, but just to step back for a second, when I was talking about how Division will endlessly and quietly generate loot into your inventory, that's really one of the bad things you can do with a computer is you can kind of write programs or write loops or code or whatever that is populating things into something that you yourself aren't really keeping close track of. And then you can quickly fill up a list or you can populate tons of things, tons of objects or variables or whatever into a container without really knowing about it or thinking about it. And often what ends up happening is the memory overflows. Oh, yeah. So that's when you've tried to put too many things into a container that's too small. Mm -hmm. And that is just always happening. Yeah, that phenomenon perfectly disguised. It's like your own memory of everything in there is right. overfilled even, aside right. from the fact that your physical inventory is actually overfilled. Right, right. And I feel like I distracted us a little bit. 
talking about that or stepping back. But um, so Genevieve mentioned that the purples could be a lot better than the yellows, right? Yeah, yeah. And so another thing that kind of sucks about the loot in Division is that there's so many almost random variables on the loot, and it's all very unrestricted. So you can get a level 330 piece, a chest piece, let's say, right? And it could be really amazing based on these random rolls, or it could be pure garbage based on those random rolls. And what that means is it's asking us, the users, to really studiously look Inspect at each every and piece every of gear. little thing on it. Right. And that's such a key difference between Division and Path of Exile because Path of Exile will spew 200 pieces of loot at you, but because of the build choices you've made or what class you are, something, you know, like that. Yeah, what weapon things, you decided you to use. You don't even need to look at any of it let alone really studiously inspect each attribute and piece of information on it right (laughs) and so in path of exile you get that screen filled with 200 pieces of loot and it doesn't overwhelm you in the least because you know exactly what you can use what you're looking for and then you can quickly look at that item that like interests you in path of exile and you'll be able to quickly realize whether it's something you want to keep or equip or anything yeah. along those lines. And <laughs> so that's what really sucks about Division is you really ought to look at every loot piece that drops because it might have a good talent for you. It might have a good mix of attributes. It might have some attributes that are better than other attributes that could come on, like, a piece of chest armor or whatever. And so because it's so unrestricted, they're asking the users to put just tons of mental energy into kind of parsing that loot and understanding what's going on. And mental energy that's just inefficient and stupid for human beings to do and is better done by a computer. Right, right. So one of the things... I told Genevieve or that I thought is just that I would much rather have an algorithm choose my loot in Division 2. Like, I'd much rather have a computer do that for me. And never even look at it and be That's happy. right. I would rather not look at it, and I'd rather the computer choose the best item for, <laughs> for my build that I'm doing or whatever, or just the best item for my guy. And Absolutely. If a computer did it in this game, I'd be so happy. I would just be thrilled. Yeah, yeah. And if the computer could also trash everything else or sell it, what a right. pleasure. And and by contrast, I would kind of never let a computer choose my loot in Path of You would of be Exile. hurt. You right. would be you hurt would if be the hurt. computer chose your loot and in Path so of that's Exile. That's such a stark difference where there's one game that is really rewarding you for being like a little monkey guy and looking at the little piece of loot and trying to make your best judgment. And then in Division, you're kind of being more like a monkey strapped to a chair with the eyelids peeled back where you have to look (laughs) at every single piece of loot. It's just, there's a high mental cost. It hurts you. And I know when we play, sometimes we like end up looking at our division inventory for way too long, and we both get in terrible moods. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I wanted to say, though, it seems like on the surface, the 
the uh, different attributes of the loot in Path of Exile are obviously like computer randomized, right? Yeah. Sorry, say that they're again. They're computer randomized. They're randomly generated. The what? The stats on the loot in Path of Exile. All the um, different attributes and stuff. To an extent, yeah. Certain items have certain items, like say unique items. Ha- always oh yeah, have. yeah. That's right. That's right. But then there are other items where the attributes are random, and then the actual numbers are within a range. I see. I mean, I just want to talk a little bit more about. So, is it is it a choice that the game made with the uh, the way we as players like set about kind of creating our builds from the beginning that that uh, makes it feel so different? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'd say one of the things that really makes it feel different is that and this is a tough one. So one of the things that makes it different in Path of Exile is how how your build choices yeah, and y- what your character does necessarily force restrictions on the loot you're going to want to look at. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, yeah. Right. That's what I think it comes down to. It's something like from the time you start making choices in Path of Exile, even about like your weapon or, right. or your and gems you do, you're gonna you use. You do choose a weapon, you do choose you like your your general skills right, that you're right. seeking. The game says like here, make a choice, like put some stuff in the passive skill tree. Like and it, from the moment you start making those choices, you start making exclusions. You start excluding loot and uh and right, I think that's right. what's mis- that's Literally what's missing from in the division very two. first map on Path of Exile, you start excluding certain items if you're a dex guy you you just don't look at like the strength yeah yeah and if you're a witch or whatever you don't need to look at those uh right and the key difference between the two being there that in division very quickly you or in division sorry in division nothing is ever excluded and if you if you think like oh i hate shotgun or whatever it sucks but you'll still be tempted to, right. to inspect and one to see, like, oh, well, what if this w- this one's amazing? What if this one is, like, good enough that I want to use shotgun? Right, So right. you refuse to even, like, so much as restrict yourself on weapon types because, like, hey, if it's good enough, right. I will use it. Right, and if it's it. a big upgrade to yeah, my current yeah. weapon. And another thing I'd like to say there is in Path of Exile, you as the player are really asked to k- sort of iterate toward a better build. So when you see a boot, you think like, oh, this boot is better than mine. So you can slowly kind of upgrade everything and you have these little mental models for what you want out of each different gear slot. But then in Division, since so much is random and unrestricted and certain things have many yellow slots and like you can get a piece of gear that has a good talent but doesn't have the right attributes, so in, in Division, there's this thing where, like, anything's game, and you're always just tossing your stuff out because you get a better thing. But then, like, as you get bigger in the game, it's m- making this kind of devil's bargain with you where... Hold on, let me... S- I'm going to forget what I'm trying... I've been trying to say for, like, ten minutes. Everyone, like, the main complaint I think about Division 2 is that there's, like, no end game, no specialization. I don't know. Maybe they added those, like, well, specialization they, I don't know how... Yeah, right. I don't know but how new those specializations are. I don't are. know how new they are either. But what I'm trying to say is, like, true specialization ha- starts at the beginning. It starts when you oh start right. excluding crap 
in like, you know, your third level or whatever play because you've decided as a player that you're going to play this way or you're going to like use this talent or you're going to use this skill and you you start sorting and like right, excluding right. and trying to be more powerful with like whatever path you've chosen and that's what's like not there in division two and it's not like supposed to be there at the end of yeah, the game I like we should have been thinking about yeah, it from the I beginning i totally agree with that and i guess i thought that was a very curious choice how they unlocked those specializations only after you got to level 30 and beat the game they didn't even unlock until we. oh yeah so we should explain briefly what they are i don't know if people who don't play this game are listening to this podcast but after you after you reach level 30 it unlocked these like what are they three specializations or something right and, and it, it effectively like gives you another weapon so you have three guns plus the special gun one is like a rifle one is a crossbow one's a grenade a launcher. grenade launcher and then within that are um more uh, skill attribute type things that you can you can get in pursuit right, right there's bonuses yeah bonuses and there's a new grenade type for each specialization and stuff oh and there is also each specialization gets a few weapon specializations yeah so survivalist which has a crossbow i guess it gets shotgun and assault rifle i'm not <laughs> quite sure what went into their decision making yeah, process yeah so it's like that it's even. like you you reach max level or whatever kind of using whatever you felt like throughout the game like whatever talents you felt like 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 you wanted to use the drone or you want to use the chem launch or whatever whatever like weapons you felt like and then it says like like i don't know what it's saying it's like hey here's like a cool new weapon as well as some more right, like some like yeah, some gentle suggestions <laughs> like if you use the grenade launcher like we'll buff your explosive damage or like it's like a it's gentle suggestion of a way to play, kind of like, I guess. Yeah, it's real sudden, too. Like, yeah. you get big in the game, then they say, like, hey, buddy, how do you like to specialize <laughs> a little bit? And, you know, you've already been playing for a while. And that's so strange, too, that as you're a little guy in the game, you do, just like in Path of Exile, you do kind of want to start thinking about what your guy's going to be doing and Wh how you what play. What his destiny what is. Yeah, <laughs> what his destiny is. And then... In or in division, you're you're choosing your destiny when you're 30 years old, which yeah, I yeah. guess that's a valid enough thing to do. But as far as game design goes, I'd say that's a pretty strange choice. Or I mean, I guess I think it's a little bit just hacked together, where they were like, we can add this, but we don't, we haven't thought about how we integrated it into the low level, so we can just put this for the high level guys and let them be happy that there's more stuff in the game to tap on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what were you we talking about? Like <laughs> uh, we we yeah, there. we got <coughs> on a pretty long tangent there. Um, but anyway, just to summarize about the two loot systems a little bit. So my big problem with Division 2 is that there's very little room for creativity in your build choices. And yet making a build requires very strenuous thought. Because you begin to form all these requirements, and my guy kind of depends <laughs> on certain talents that I want. So there's this horrible situation where, because I like the talent on one piece of gear, I'm stuck with that piece of gear, and it's kind of causing all the me to have to make these really difficult build choices, and it's causing more other pieces of gear to not be viable for me 
because I depend on that piece of gear that doesn't do these things I like want my overall gear to be able to do. So ultimately, you have to really look at it and think about it really hard, and you get caught in these little traps, and you're stuck with certain pieces of gear, and, you know, there's, like, gear coming in, and most of it is trash, but you still have to look at all of it. So you're thinking really hard, but you're not being creative at all. Yeah, you're not being creative. And just, (coughs) this is kind of like a high-level summary of Path of Exile, but all the build choices you make when you're doing Path of Exile, there's so much creativity involved, and you can find new items that really can inform an all-new build, and there's different interactions that are suggested by certain pieces of gear that really make certain other skills like really cool to use. And there's very little of anything like that in Division. You don't see too many pieces of gear that really kind of set your mind on fire. Or oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I wanted to say that this is just more about how, like, the l- I guess I would describe the loot system as being, like, a little unnatural in the sense that you can't um, you can't automatically know things are trash. You're supposed to look at every single thing, inspect it really carefully, then make these, like, kind of high-level decisions that a computer or a spreadsheet would be better suited for. Right, and a in lot addition better suited for the like the human mind just doesn't want to do yeah, that yeah, sort let's of stuff. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about the like planners in a second, but as you as you play a game more and more, you're supposed to kind of be engaging in this like uh, primitive accumulation where you're you know, you're like getting more talents or like getting great stuff and then mm. as you get higher and higher in the game in most uh, in most games that we play, you're making fewer and fewer changes. Oh, right. You have you like you have this like great thing or whatever. You're looking for this to complement it, or you're like looking for like that. Right. And then this game just does division two. I mean, just does away with that concept. Like no matter how big you get, I mean. Well, I do think there may be some kind of upper limit. I'm not sure. I've seen people yeah, too yeah. far beyond like level five hundred fifteen or something like that. Mm-hmm. So maybe there comes a point at the very end of Division 2 where you're not just throwing gear to the wayside because it's underleveled. And, you know, that that's kind of upsetting, too, when you're leveling up. And Division has this kind of, it's an interesting system, I'd say, but it's one where as your gear score rises, you find better and better gear. So the only way to actually improve your gear is by throwing away what you currently have and picking Constantly up new Constantly updating items. as much as you right. can. Right, and it's so uh, you update so fast. It's so fast that pretty much all gear is junk the minute you find it because an hour of gameplay later, it's already underleveled. And, you know, in fa- it sucks that you're finding these things. It's like finding fake money on the street <laughs> where, like, the better the gear piece, the more authentic that $20 bill looked like. But it was still just a fake piece of paper. But do you see what I mean? Yeah, where yeah. You're d- and then in Path of Exile, which we did get to about the same relative point in Path of Exile as we are at in Division now, but you find pieces of gear that are going to be good for you for for any character for and years so, to come right <laughs> so you kind of find these treasures you yeah, find yeah. things that make you happy whereas in division two you find a great piece of gear it's actually really disappointing because you're like man i should have i should have just waited to get this great role because 
I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna out level this, and the fact that it has these amazing talents on it just means that I'm probably gonna be stuck with a low level piece of gear for a long time, assuming I don't just like blow up the build in order to. Yeah, and we should mention because you were complaining about the piece of gear that you had that had like uh, the talent you really liked on it that you can like rip off of one weapon and oh run right another. so. We're complaining all this about all this stuff, and in Division, they do have this system whereby you can kind of keep piece, you can keep certain attributes and talents on items by kind of enacting this expensive, it's called like tear apart or rip apart or something like that. And so they, they, it's like they knew about these problems. They knew that people will find a great piece of gear and they knew that people will want to at least preserve the talent, preserve the talent <coughs> onto a new piece of gear. So, you know, they, they have kind of, uh, they've addressed it a little bit, but and my complaint about that is that you have to engage with this all new opaque system when you're already kind of struggling in the you game. You have to tune in extra hard because now you right. got to look at every piece of gear and, and make sure that it doesn't like, okay, although this thing is trash, it oh has right. trash damage, you got to make sure it doesn't have that amazing right. talent. Yeah, and that system, like off of it. that system has this really terrible, almost I guess I'd call it an unintended side consequence where just that thing you were saying happens where you're already stuck in this loop where you're looking at every piece of gear to apprise it. And then they say, hey, here's another system that means you should look doubly hard <laughs> at every piece of gear. And we, we're already overwhelmed. Yeah. And so when you're looking at every piece of gear and thinking about whether like maybe that talent or that attribute on it, it could be really good. And so you're tempted to just put garbage into your stash. It's it's really warping you, you know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, going back to like the base differences, I guess, between these two games, when we were looking at the planner here and this cool tool somebody made, I don't know, I think it said anonymous there on that division two. Oh, well, division two, I was able to find two pretty good build planners. Um, and one of them is a really long and expensive and irritating looking spreadsheet where they kind of have you p manually entering the items you have and then it's like calculating your build and your stats based on that. And then there's another one on the web, um, www.divisionbuilder.com. And... That one is essentially the same thing with kind of a pretty GUI put on top of it. Mm -hmm. Did you want me to continue? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so one of the things I noticed is I was telling Genevieve that it would be cool to kind of have a, a Division two kind of tool that could kind of read the gear you have and tell you whether you want it or whatever. And that's sort of the idea with these build planners. But um, on the division one, one of the first things I found and the problem I immediately thought of is you really want to, in division, there's talents that are really good and you pretty much want those talents. You just want them because they're like really good. 
and talents on the gear we're talking right, about. I yeah. feel like it gets confusing because there's like oh skill yeah, like, like talents and like blah blah all these and other other freaking games. Things the talents, talents are the skills. Yeah, whatever. yeah. It's I all like just it's the, fuzzy the talent on the gear in this game refers to like some cool extra benefit you get right. just by a equipping cool the piece of gear. Right, like getting a kill reduces your cooldowns by twenty yeah, percent yeah. is the one that I now am really stuck with. But anyway, those ma or those talents, sorry. Those talents are really good in Division. And so any build planner would really be kind of, what's the word? It, it would be based around those talents. And so, of course, one of the first functionalities you find in the web Division build planner is talent filters. So when you get to them, you can pretty much choose yeah, so here we can select by right. gear type mask yeah. backpack body gloves whatever and then this person right. has collected You're all the they've collected the talents, the talents available can, in the game that can spawn on those gear pieces right and so you can set up these kind of filters beforehand so that only gear in the game that can contain those filters are ones that the build planner will show you yeah yeah so this is like a huge hack here because that talent that john found that he thought was so cool or whatever if he goes to this site he can click on it select it and then see like oh okay here's right, all the like different only literally these six pieces of gear in the can game even have, can that, have talent. that talent and <laughs> in terms of gear in a game and loot and all that kind of stuff that really sucks yeah yeah so i was trying to think i was trying to think of a metaphor for this and it's like what what actually goes on in the game is like you going to the store and you're gonna you're going to look over every single type of saltine cracker in the store, right? You're going to buy them. You're going to taste them. You're going to try them. You're going to read the ingredient list and really uh, get to know these crackers inside and out, right? And then you're, you're like eating your crackers and you think like, oh, these are pretty crappy. And you look on the back and you find out, oh, these ones are full of palm oil. Okay, these ones have palm oil too. And then you discover like, oh, hey, here's the like attribute I want for my saltine crackers. No palm oil. Palm oil is disgusting. This makes it taste good. So then you go to the store and you keep looking, looking for the ones that have no palm oil. You try to go to different stores. You find some random crap, and it's this like long, tedious, terrible, boring process for you finding the cracker you want. And this site is like telling you, like, hey, Nestle doesn't have palm oil, and that's like the huge hack here. But what the game expects you to do is just kind of like wallow in that terrible experience of like trying to figure out for yourself right the game is asking you to wade through a sea of garbage in order to find these few little gems yeah yeah and then the game you can't exactly even learn from the game uh, where to find them right and there's no guarantee that you'll even get those good qualities just because of the way the vi there's so many variables on these pieces of gear but I mean, that's the thing, too, is there's a world of saltines out there. <laughs> and there's a world of loot in the game. And you kind of want to have fun, like, exploring it and, like, looking at all the different things in the game. But you could also go online and kind of set your division builder thing to say only these talents are what I want. And then you'll see that only these pieces of gear are the ones I'm interested in. So it it makes this kind of strange system where much of the game is chaff, and then they're asking us also to engage pretty hard with that chaff as we go through the game. Mm -hmm. 
that seemed like a decent enough yeah, high yeah. level summary. Oh yeah, and then compared to the Path of Exile build planner, oh, so the point is here, here you go, division build planner, cool, it's like a great tool. And uh, the first thing it kind of does is give you like this enormous hack telling you which which like brands of gear, for example, actually have this like uh, ingredient that you want, right? Mm-hmm. And then the Path of Exile one, maybe you just talk sure, about I'll it. I yeah. wish we could w- show it. Yeah, here, I wish we could show it, but we have Our technology so is too I inferior te- yeah, at this our point. our technology is behind Someday. the curve. So, okay, I opened the Path of yeah, Exile. Yeah, well, the Path of Exile planner. Just describe um, in, in basic idea how this works compared to what we just saw in well Division Well, it's, it's a lot more open-ended, I guess, is the first major difference where, and you're also looking at this beautiful representation of the Path of Exile skill tree, but starting the build planner in Path of Exile is just like doing your build in the actual game where you select a starting point based on the initial class you get or the initial class you choose. And then you can, you're kind of asked to just traverse the skill or the passive skill tree in just an identical way that you kind of would in the game. So this tool here is actually in the actual game as you traverse the skill tree, you have very few take backs, I guess, if you want to call them few, uh, what is these back yeah, what do they actually? I don't remember. They call them passive respect removal orbs, or yeah, yeah. yeah. Re- do they? Yeah, I don't remember what they're called. Anyway, so this this tool here is giving you the ability to test and plan in advance without hard committing in the game. Right, and it just it keeps track of all the passive skill points you get, so you're able to kind of say you set your guys build up, and you can choose different set setups of passive skills so cool. and it'll show you so amazing i mean right. compared to what we saw in division two this is saying like here where do you think you might want to go you know we're going to do the math here for you show you what you're going to get if you go there right um you could plan it out try different things in right here. and you could play around and change certain things and it's find out if right, certain courses of action are right, like tenable or not yeah tenable. yeah it's so much richer and it in a way it's hard to describe but it's it's very much like Path of Exile where you play with all these possibilities and variables and modifiers and the effects can be, they're very unpredictable sometimes and they're really interesting and surprising. And I mean, in a way, I'd even like to use this and kind of move some things around like on our current Path of Exile guys and see, say, how different they could be if if we like went down a different path from the beginning, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But for the topics of this video, it's just like kind of like the enormous difference here. Well, I mean, I don't know if it if there's any uh, merit to comparing the two games. Oh, but I mean, like with the with the loot, it's it's just shocking how different it can feel having like uh, the random generated numbers on crap and Path of Exile compared to in the compared to how it is in Division 2. Right, right. And, I mean, overall, it just, what it really comes down to is that the looting is really cool and fun and just, like, awesome in Path of Exile. And in Division, that, you know, I don't hate the loot. I don't hate the system, but it's it's not inspiring. It's not it's inspiring. Oh, another thing I wanted to say about it, like, I guess to me the main thing is in Path of Exile, from the moment you, like, set foot in your little your little map, 
your like ridiculous maze like crappy map you start excluding things and the other thing in path of exile is that not only do you start excluding things immediately but you also desperately need things immediately like your resistances right right. and you know that from like uh, the time you level up like a little bit in the game you better start finding some crap with the you desperately want stuff with those resistances on it right and yeah oh that's another cool way that they kind of set up the your filtering of the items that you are presented with yeah because if you know you need 24% fire resist, no matter where it comes from, every item, you like, you'll happily look at all the rings in your inventory to see if you have kind of a cool fire resistance ring. Yeah, And yeah. then in Division, it's like... Right, I'm saying like you don't start excluding from the beginning. Rather, you start, you have to look at everything. And then second of all... There's not anything, like, we all really crave, like, we really want. Like, we'd be so excited to see, like, getting some, like, fat 30% to all resistances or something on a piece of gear in Path of Exile uh-huh. where you're, like, so happy to be a low-level trash and get some, like, <laughs> amazing resistances. And I think that's another reason it feels so unsatisfying to do that work that a computer would be doing better of, like, sorting through each and every one of those items and, like, looking at them all because... What is gonna make you oh, right. so thrilled anyway? <laughs> yeah, there's just there's no piece of gear in division that you're just so happy. So to happy, and yeah. Because everything's good, everything helps you. So and just then put on whatever, and if it's <laughs> highest level, it's probably good enough, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, and like then the rather <laughs> with the way that it spins out on the gear, more likely than not, you're not thrilled to put something on. You're just, like, fairly pleased. Right, right. Like, and oh, well, the damage isn't as good, but it has this talent, and uh, I need more of the... Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> I need more of these stupid, like, Skill red, powers or red check boxes, and it's... Yeah, yeah, oh, we should have talked about that a little more well, explicitly. Yeah, <laughs> It's I guess I don't like really want to talk about oh it yeah, just yeah. because it's an it's an annoying system. There's it's not very interesting. So yeah, there's not yeah, very much cool to say about it. Just but suffice okay, it I'll to <laughs> say each piece of gear you look at, you have to check it for several factors, right? I mean that's like right. what what's annoying oh about it and what a computer would do better. Yeah, a computer okay, what a computer can kinda do is the best thing a computer does is it keeps track of variables, meaning mm-hmm. you can set variables and the computer will just remember them forever. And so like a database is like a bigger idea of that, you know. But anyway, in Division, you're constantly being asked to keep track of variables. And that's like the one thing that humans are bad at. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't keep track of where my keys are. Like, we have this e-sig. I never quite know where it is. Like, we do something and immediately forget it. Mm -hmm. And that's just the opposite of how computers are. They do something and they can remember it forever. But uh, in Division, you're always being asked to keep track of all these variables. And for me, who's an idiot... Like it's you you can barely keep track of like what you ate yesterday <laughs> and you're supposed to have all these mental models of what you know, what yellow pieces in division. Oh, okay, I guess I'll talk about that just for <laughs> no, a second. No, you decided to. Okay. In division there's a bunch of talents that require, say, five or more blue orbs. 
And then there's other talents that require three or less blue orbs. Oh, it's so And then there's and talents that require seven yellow orbs. In so order to be active. Right. In order to be active, your guy needs a certain amount of either red, blue, or yellow orbs. Yeah, then each gear piece has. Each gear piece has a really random, crazy amount. Like, there's some chess pieces we got that have, like, four red things. And then you'll find a chest that has one blue thing. And so, you know, if you... If you have a guy and you have talents that require those red things, that chess piece with four red things on it is, like, wonderful for you because it's taking care of most of your red things. But then, you know, a chess could drop with a great talent on it that you really love, and it requires blue things, and, like, suddenly those red things are, like, useless, and... But more than that, you find more talent, or you get more talents, and some have these requirements of five or more yellows. And then there's others that require you to have almost no yellows, and there's some that require you to have, say, 11 blue things, which is really hard to get. So you're constantly being asked to shoehorn yourself into having, say, seven or more yellow things (laughs) and four or less red things. And you're supposed to keep track of the number of yellow, blue, and red things you have across, like, your entire 11 It's like some kind of gear. a torture for kindergartners. That's right. exactly it's what it is. It, like, yeah. shows, it like, the little blue blocks up there and says, like, <laughs> you better keep track of how many blue y- blocks like are there. Like, any time you make a change, keep track of your blue blocks <laughs> and make sure you never rise above having four yellow blocks or you're not going to do good. And you get caught in all these really, they're just terrible mental kind of like i don't even know they're mental mazes for you to kind of try to To contemplate and you don't the way division is it's a high fidelity game like you don't want to spend that much time in those menus anyway and then they're asking you to do all these really weird low level computer problems like keep track of how many yellow things you have yeah and my my greatest horror is to think that (laughs) at the end of the day it doesn't really matter at all now i have no doubt that it matters for PvP. Right, and I have no doubt, too, that it really matters when you're trying to do, say, the hardest endgame content or whatever. Yeah, like the raid or something. Right, right. But, you know, by the time we get there, we've already been so trained to just treat the loot as garbage because we're out-leveling it so quickly, too. Yeah, yeah, but uh, we'll have to see. It's like, it it seems to me like in any shooting game and in this game, the important thing is headshotting the enemy almost as fast as you see him. Right. <laughs> and, of course, your gun has to do enough damage to make that viable. But uh, I'm curious to see kind of, like, just throwing together some kind of, like, trash, not having active talents on any of the gear at all. Like, this is what I want to try on, like, at least the highest PvE content uh-huh. and see how much all these, like, mental oh gymnastics right, like and spreadsheet-type yeah. work that they feel like making us do is even necessary right. to their game. Does it even make a difference? Does it make and that much of a difference? So it's it's strange that you kind of say that, too, because so far from our how, – how many hours do you think we've played it? Like, 80? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, so I, I don't know. I don't know. But – We've played it quite a while now, for maybe at least a month, and we've played it mostly every day. And 
so far the answer to that question is just no it doesn't no, matter yeah. put on didn't whatever matter. The, put on whatever you want not true good. in path of exile again right. not, not true not true at all in path of, like <laughs> you if take you off 15% <laughs> of your fire resistance oh you're going to suffer right right in path of exile you notice like <laughs> yeah. you lose t- even 10% fire resistance and you f- you freaking notice and that also was such a cool aspect of the loot in that game where your guy's kind of even ability to interface with the world he finds himself in is so dependent on that loot. Yeah, absolutely. And your loot choices, you feel you want to do really good on them because they make such a huge difference for how your for even how your gameplay game. actually feels, right. how it feels. And I don't right. feel like I put on anything except like you know armor regen or something. It's like oh that feels different. Right. The armor <laughs> is regenerating. Yeah, is. and it's like oh a little bit of armor regen. I don't know. Like oh every okay, I got that really cool talent in division where. When you get a kill from cover, 20% of your cooldown is cut off of the skill. So it makes it so your skills, you can use them way more frequently, right? And I love it. It's a great little talent. It's cool. But my guy really isn't that much more effective. I just have more fun, like, shooting more (laughs) chem launchers. And, you know, so even, like, what I'd call the most powerful and significant talent i've gotten in that game so far it really doesn't make a difference in our ability to do the missions it kind of just makes it so i have a better time playing it's a preference to do right to launch a lot more skills it's all preference it's not necessary other than keeping your gear up around your level which of course anybody can do but you know there's like very little intelligence required and then they're asking you to make all those really tough choices. And then at the same time, as you're making those tough choices and thinking of all the dependencies you have on your gear, you really suspect the whole time that it's all worthless and you could really just be putting on whatever you want that's about equal level to you and you'd be doing fine. Yeah, yeah, and thinking about it now, I feel like I feel like the game was designed this way with PvP in mind, you know? And then, yeah, and then also thinking about it now, I think about how, like, in this game, they're really saying your build is your gear. In Division. Yeah, yeah. Like, it mainly comes from your gear, right? I mean, you have your two talents, but... Right. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, you have your skills, and then there's, like, the mods of those that aren't really too significant. And, yeah, I guess... in Division 2, I would agree that your build is your gear. Yeah, and then it, so it's like given that your build, in this game, your build is your gear. I mean, as opposed to other like games like Path of Exile, right, you have this whole passive skill yeah, tree. And you have your gear, and then you have how your gear interacts with those passive skills in really powerful and cool ways. By yeah, the way. yeah. You, m- you made choices in Path of Exile, right? In a game like ESO, you make choices with like your champion points right. or whatever. There were other, what were the other factors in ESO that went into, like, your build um, numbers? Oh, your race, right? Your There's, race, like, this other yeah, crap. Yeah. And there also there were <laughs> there were actions you could take in that game that would improve your build. Remember oh, yeah, that's doing right. the Dauntless dungeons or Oh, yeah, yeah, you could do all these, like, activities and get the get some get minor changes to your stats. Changes to your stats. Yeah. And then that's why I'm saying... In this game, the majority of the build comes from the gear, right? right? In Division. In Division 2. So given that 
as like a kind of fact of the game. And then given that there is like PvP, I don't know, we didn't do any PvP yet. It kind of makes sense that they would build a system like this, right? Um, right. Well, in any PvP game, I think the less of those kind of factors and variables you have, the simpler it is to balance. Yes. Yes, of course. And I and then I think okay, so like you want to build your ideal build in Division 2, right? So you go in and you say, hey, I want these few talents. They come from these few pieces of gear. And you're still in this situation where you're like waiting for the magical drop. Right, that right. Where the piece of gear drops that got a great role, not only for like great damage or great armor or whatever, but it also got the talent you want. Right. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It fits with your number of red or yellow orbs right. or whatever. Yeah, that you and need. like when you think of it that way in terms of, say, trying to build for PvP, like just thank God they have that weird deconstruct system. Because oh, yeah, yeah. if you actually had to rely on the drops in this game to have good gear at the end game, that would really be hard. Like, I don't think that's anything anybody would really engage with, like the way the drops work and how random everything can really be. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I'm trying to condense what I think my general point is. There's like a limited, a limited amount of builds for balance, right? I feel like it's like for kind of cheap, easy balance. Right. And then there's a difficult enough kind of like loot or random generated number perfection of the item to enable like some kind of imagined grinding. It's like a kind of infinite and depressing grind right. with the caveat of the one system that allows you to move transfer the talent from one thing to another. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm saying if you if you think of the game in this light, it makes sense how it's kind of like why it's designed this way. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> I would I would agree with that. Um, it's it's just that it's hard to know how much of it makes sense or if it was just done poorly or done in a way that they we personally don't like, but. No, but I think it is. People online do kind of dislike the loot and gear, right? Is that true? Yeah, yeah. You got to get closer to your microphone. You're really slacking there. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is that I think it's like a kind of easy formula for like balanced enough PvP and difficult enough grinding to get and create gear and builds. And uh, what it's missing is all like the fun or creativity and stuff. Right. Uh, yeah, I guess I'd agree with that. Um, just, <laughs> it's it's hard to say that it's good that something is bad because it would be hard to do other things with it given a different way it could be. <laughs> what, what did all that mean? Okay, say again. Just, okay. So you're saying that you think maybe in Division they have this kind of whack gear looting system to make it easier to balance for pvp or it like because it is not necessarily because it's easier to balance for pvp but because it is a system that kind of like uh, works as an easy fit to a game that will have like kind of competitive gun shooting pvp at the end like everything about it kind of maps to like an easy fit it's not it's not super easy. Well, I know there's right. some kind of well, like armor glitches or something like that, but it's not super easy to get like super overpowered gear with like oh all right. the best talents, so, right? Okay, you're saying that in a way 
they need to keep things simple because if it was wild and creative and there were lots more variables and equals factors, more problems, right? Absolutely. More problems for PvP or more problems for trying to maintain some kind of semblance in in an actual shooter game. Absolutely, I think so. Right. Well, in a way that just it speaks to the fact that the division is a very kind of bizarre genre of game. Like it's a sort of MMO. It's a first-person shooter. It's like, you know, it's a shooter plus an RPG. And before Borderlands, that wasn't something anybody really thought of. You know, like it's a mashup of RPG and shooter. And some of those, like maybe it's actually really hard to make a shooter where you have these, like all these talents and yes absolutely and, and that's why in overwatch like every every skill everybody uses it's just the same skill right, right? there's yeah essentially i yeah, mean yeah. I and that's right. why there's not competitive fortnite save the world because it's just like a mess well, in i think there might be some but oh I yeah and i mean we're talking yeah. about like anthem is like that too right I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Anyway. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we're getting off track here. Um, oh, you just distracted sorry, me. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, you can talk about something. I'll try to remember what I was going to say. Well, I was just trying to say that, like, when you start a, a well, I can't talk now either, a role-playing game, you expect to get these cool skills you're going to use, right? Then you expect to buff, change, alter them. Right. Grow, nurture them. Uh, maybe use a different one, whatever. Then you start in Division 2, and you're given those, you you know, you could choose chem launch or turret, like, mm-hmm. whatever. Are those things called talents, too? Skills. Skills. All right. Okay, the skills. I feel like I was probably saying that wrong the whole time. You pick these skills, you expect to grow, change, and nurture them. No. You're going to find some crappy mods that you could put in right. kind of, like, right. 40 hours right. more in the game. Yeah, you're not nurturing those skills. But I'm saying that that makes sense in the concept of this game having PvP and being, like, a competitive shooter game. You can't have, like, uh, too many wild deviations of, like, turret. Just right, like right. And I think people might have been able to shoot at each other in Borderlands a little bit. But I think for the most part, there was no PvP in that either. And, you know, in Borderlands, there were a lot a lot more interesting skills and talents and that kind of stuff than there are in this game. Yeah, remember? absolutely. I right. feel like I rambled a lot, but I'm saying, like, in my mind, I can see how this system that feels so, like, annoying to play within and, like, irritating to, like, us as the players and, like, one wants to just use this spreadsheet or would much rather have, like, a computer sort through every piece of loot and just automatically equip it. The computer (laughs) can even do the gun mods for all I care. Right. right. Oh, okay, (laughs) so what you're saying is you can understand that difficult design Why they designed this system, yes. You can understand that difficult design decisions were made for this game. Yeah, and I think the result is what made it seem like uh uncreative right, or you're not like uninspired. Uninspired, bit, right? yeah. Oh, I was okay, I remember what I was going to say is I s- I played a little bit of Team Fortress Classic as a kid and that was like a Half-Life 2 mod. And so most people are n- not you, but many people have played Team Fortress 2. And I don't know too much about it because I didn't play it too much after they made these changes. But at some point, so Team Fortress 2 was very much like Overwatch. And in a way, Overwatch is just a ripoff of Team Fortress where there's these classes that you can choose. 
And each, like, there's heavy gunner, there's sniper, there's, like, rocket launcher guy, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's two teams, and everybody chooses their class and kind of plays their role on the map. or And there's, like, capture the flag and stuff like that. Anyway, I do know that they introduced kind of, like, skills and talents and abilities and, like, abilities to change your class, like, aspects of your class and maybe make, like, more powerful sniper shots or a different gun for the heavy weapons, you know, stuff like that. So it would kind of be interesting to see or at least, like, like read about and think about what they did in Team Fortress 2 and how those skills worked because that was a highly competitive game and I I was actually surprised that they did have that stuff in the game. You know what I mean? Because of how much of a competitive scene there was and how if you're giving like each class or each player three different skills and it makes or like three different mod modifications to his class. And that makes it so there's much better build mm-hmm. where you can get much like greater a variety. Yeah, and a better item. Players have the potential to pick just a awful, make awful right. decisions. Right, right. And, you know, that's what's kind of fun in those PvP yeah. RPG <laughs> games is, say, your ability to make better gear decisions leading to you winning. And that's always kind of cool. But anyway, I'd be curious. And what just, those just thinking about like that statement alone your ability to make better gear decisions and as a result win, right? I mean, like, how how, how big of a thing is that in, like, so many games? And I think this, this the wi- the reason the game is designed like this, tamps, tramps that down, right. keeps it at bay. It keeps right, it, at it bay. puts everybody in kind of a the similar same crappy boat. boat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, and, you know, in the Dark Zones, I saw that the damage was even normalized. Which, in essence, I think what they were trying to say is like, oh, your gear doesn't actually matter. We normalized all the damage numbers. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Right, and I wasn't even entirely sure to what extent things were normalized. Like, say you had extra magazine capacity on your gun. Did they normalize that? I don't know. Or, you know, if you... And to normalize things, did they just take certain talents away, or did they just normalize your attributes? Like I don't, I don't know, but it would be curious to see what it actually meant that like all the numbers were normalized. And remember, yeah, we went in and suddenly our guns were doing like I don't know, hundred thousand damage <laughs> a shot when we were like level ten or something. Yeah. So it's all a mess, I guess. Was there anything else um, you wanted to talk about? So, yeah, we we were thinking of talking about some proposed fixes. Do you remember that? But yeah, but this is always like a thorny. So this is always a thorny and uh, idiotic path right, to go down. And like <laughs> I, so I, I did think of some fixes I would try to make to division. Not that if you were in, l- if you were in charge, if you were yeah, God. yeah, if I was God. Sure, let's and hear. Not, not that hear. they'll listen or that anybody cares. <laughs> So, um, well, first of all, I don't really like the loot limit or the inventory management system, just how they're actually presented in the game. And so my big criticism there is that when you're looking at all those weapons or all your armor pieces, you're essentially looking at nicely formatted cells in a spreadsheet 
where you page up and down and it shows you here's police M4, yeah, here's yeah. shotgun, <laughs> and then it shows you like the stats of it. So I thought I might like to engage with the system a little more if those items were represented as cute little graphical tiles of some kind, more like how it is in Path of Exile and, you know, Diablo and stuff. What? That's your big change, well just turning it from a spreadsheet form well <laughs> into, <laughs> like, turning it from a cell into a cube? Yeah, what? yeah, that's, <laughs> no, that's what, okay. <laughs> what okay. would that improve? I thought you were going to say that it would be great if there was a way to see all that horrible information that you have to oh sort right, through right. with okay. your brain yeah, without yeah. having to click on the actual item. <laughs> Okay, okay, that was one that was <laughs> one of the first things. So you poo pooed that. Okay. So on to change number two. Uh I thought it would be cool if they put in game a sort of filtering or comparison system so that you'd be able to filter pieces of gear without having to look at them. So you could ta you could set up some filters in the game, say I only want to look at chess pieces. Oh my god, with that would be talent. so cool. Yeah, that I only want to look at chess pieces that have at least two red, oh yeah, red orbs or whatever. And another thing, I thought. Wow, that would okay. be so cool. Yeah, of course, but the just filter would always right, help. Maybe I, people right, on computer can just play with a filter like that. I don't right, know. and so that speaks to how we were complaining about how you have to look at everything, right? But even better, this is a much better change would be if, okay, we have that spreadsheet, right? But you should really be able to, without looking, or say without highlighting that item, you should it should give you a summary view of each item that you can look at at a glance. Somewhere on the UI should be a summary view of each item. Meaning, if there's a piece, if there's a chest piece, if you have a chest piece in your inventory, you should somehow be able to see without clicking it or hovering over it that it has, say, three red things and one blue. It has this talent. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And then once you have that summary view, you can let people kind of sort and filter based on that. So, you know, you could have pickup filter. You could have a summary view with sorting and filtering. That would really make it a lot easier on us little guys trying to interface with all this cr all this stuff all this gear that comes at us in division absolutely you're right that those tools would make it a lot more tolerable um but still best of all would just be a computer sorting through and making all the decisions for us right Ma right but you know if if they gave it in less of just like here's a pile of loot to look at if they gave us summaries and some ability to sort and filter early on Yes, even even when the piece of crap drops, right. it would be so cool if there was some. Uh, okay, so like it right. it looks like a purple or like a gold or an orange. Uh -huh. uh, what are those things called? They're high uh, end or whatever. Wha the what are the things thing. outside like a car dealership or like the Hollywood lights? Like that's how the loot appears, right? The sp spotlight. Oh, uh, okay. Is that what I'm talking about? That I'm saying that's how it graphically looks in the game, and it would be so cool if they would put like, let's say the spotlight is like a purple one and then they would put whether it has like the two yellow oh, orbs or whatever. Right. So okay. Like even something like that. Would right. So when you go up to the pieces of gear in division, 
you can click with the up arrow on PlayStation Just to examine. Yeah, yeah. And that's annoying because then you're you're going and making a really deliberate choice just to like look at the gear. And just think of Path of Exile where anytime your guy had a gear piece selected, it showed it, it showed a little summary, you know. Oh yeah. And even that would be an improvement in division if those gear pieces just showed what they had as you looked at them without having to press a button first. Um I wanted to say I don't have ideas on how it could be improved. I think I I think I want to see games like I said like when I try to think about this clearly I think the game is it makes you rely on your gear to create your build more than anything else. And I guess I would like to see games somehow move away from that. And I and uh Fortnite Save the World kind of did. That was like a really cool system that they had. I was trying to think if having if just finding blueprints or something and then upgrading them could work in uh, this game. I don't yeah, well know. It doesn't okay. matter. Like they they do have blueprints in this game. Oh yeah, the stuff you can craft. Right, but right. It it's not nice at all like in Fortnite. Where in Fortnite you really could interact with and change those blueprints. But you can see how a system like that would be profoundly unsatisfying for PVP, right? Everybody wants to find this great gun. This or that gun is like best has the best feel, whatever it is. You level it up and improve its damage. Everybody has like the same crap. Well, anyway, I I feel like that's like the linchpin here, and maybe I would just like to see see games doing something else, trying a new system. I guess right. like but what that system is, we don't know what that system is. I I don't actually have any ideas or uh, specific complaints or suggestions or anything. Right. Well, okay. I I I did have one more okay. suggestion for something that I think could help the loot in Division is stronger restrictions on attributes. Meaning that any chest piece that drops, I would like it to have... Like, I want to know that any chest piece that drops will be will at least be in this range of like items that I could get in terms of quality. So if I find a good, a yellow chest, I know it might be pretty good for me. But the way it is now, since the variables and the attributes on the items are so unrestricted, is that that chest could be just god tier, or more likely, it's just crappy. So there's really, like, there's such a huge range of... Oh, you're saying you would just like to see some limits, like you said in Path of Exile, it is within a range. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, that would be a huge help. Yeah, like, I think the items shouldn't be so boomer bust, where, you know, some of those items I find in Division are just, like, um, they're amazing, they're godly, and it's because they got good roles. Mm -hmm. And that needs to be, like, reined in somehow, because it's just such a wide range and it really creates anxiety within me anytime I leave a piece of gear behind because it could just be the next greatest piece of gear you ever found in your life. Yeah. And more likely it's <laughs> just a piece of junk. It's yeah. like playing the lottery. Whereas like, okay, in Path of in Path of Exile, when I say I want remember I had that wand that blinded the enemies nearby. Mm-hmm. 
and you find that wand, and it's going to do that blinding thing. And then it has these other stats that can roll good or roll bad. But even if you get a bad roll of that wand, you're pretty happy to have found it. And then you'll kind of be excited to maybe re-roll the mods or say, like, oh, well, I'm happy I got this wand. Now if I find this wand again, I can hope it has a better roll of its stats on it. And, you know, but you're happy that you found it either way. But everything in Division, since there's no, like, bound... Bound attribute. Right. There's no, like, bound attribute. Then, like, everything could be great and everything could just be junk. So, and that's the the final thing is just maybe if they added more cool uniques, that would make it be, like, where there's nice items to be on the lookout for, blah, blah, but... You know, that's more of a content issue. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I do think those things would help the loot in Division, and it would make it nicer to interface with if they let us kind of set up some kind of filtering or if they provided some reviews. But, yeah. Well, we talked about this way longer than uh, we expected to. I didn't think there was enough content here to even oh bother right. <laughs> bother not, making yeah, a video this week. Yeah, now this might week. be the longest one we've made so I far. I don't even know what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, so well, if you did listen, thank you. Yeah, thanks, and let us know some uh, input. I guess I'm curious about other PvP shooter games you play and how players gained advantages or, disad- or disadvantages what kind of choices they made in order to gain those advantages, if it's, like, kind of gear gear or uh, skills and, like, to what degree. Right, and maybe somebody, if they're listening, they think the loot in Division is great and Path of Exile sucks. Oh, yeah. Know. Right, so, I mean, we could just be wrong about prove a lot of this stuff. Prove yeah, us wrong. you could prove us wrong, probably. And, uh... I just space. Yeah, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, if you're on YouTube, it'd be great if you could like and subscribe. If you're listening on iTunes or anything, any other podcast app, we're kind of syndicating to many of them now. Uh, it'd be great if you left us a review or um, visit the site and send drop us a line somehow. Uh, we respond to YouTube comments. We got a few comments love to talk to on anybody. the site. Yeah, we'd love to talk <laughs> to anybody. We're socially cloistered. Over here for the most part. But uh, yeah, anyway, thanks for listening. Goodbye.